you guys are listening to Potting It, and I am your host, Jacob. Make sure you guys subscribe wherever you guys listen to podcasts. Can you hear me? Okay, good. I was wondering we'll why I did that. that. <laughs> okay, so do you want to introduce yourself to everyone and okay, yeah. tell everyone so, like what you do and all of that? Yeah. Okay. So I'm Dayton King. Um, I started making music about almost a year ago. Um, I've released, I think, over twenty songs in the past year. I mm. guess I guess that's what quarantine does. <laughs> yeah. Didn't really have anything else to do. Um, and I even released an album. I'm currently working on my second album. It's almost done. Um, and I tend to just, I also started, um, recently selling shirts for charity. Like I was selling a shirt that just said, wear whatever you want on it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I was selling money for a charity in Canada called eGale, which helps the LGBTQ community. And, um, yeah, so I kind of, what I try and do with like my music, I also was making films before. I kind of have sort of stopped making films now because it's harder uh-huh. to work with people. Yeah. But um, what I what I try to do with like everything I sort of pursue is just trying to sort of spread awareness about different things. Like for example, most recently I released a song called "A Night in the Hospital," and that mm-hmm. was all about one night that I spent in the hospital, where I had to spend overnight in the hospital. Yeah. And the next day I ended up getting diagnosed with borderline personality disorder, and so I just kind of documented just sort of how everything sort of went and how I felt the entire time because I just felt like it might be important to people who have gone through similar things for them to then see that this other person is very honestly and openly talking about it. So I try and do things like that. I try and just be honest about everything I struggle with and hope that that makes it less scary for other people when they have to deal with it and so that people don't feel as alone. Hmm. Super cool like that thank you do you want to talk about like yeah like your song like a night in the hospital like do you want to talk about that song sure okay yeah so um yes that song is pretty um intense to listen to i don't know if it's it's uh like 12 and a half minutes long i think it's like 12 minutes and 13 Mm. seconds actually but um, so it's not like your typical like song that just gets released because usually songs are like two and a half to three and a half minutes. Yeah. So it was quite a gamble when I was making it, but um, I felt like I don't know. It's one of the most liberating experiences I probably had making a song because I kind of I kind of like for the for a few months after like I spent that night in the hospital, I kind of just didn't talk about it at all to anyone and kind of just like kept it all in and then I just started sort of writing this song about it and then I ended up writing it all in like one week but like recording it took me like weeks though because every single time I would try and perform it I would like break down and stuff like that which Mm -hmm. I think comes across in the song because it's a very sad song to listen to yeah um and yeah so I even recently released a music video for that song like a few days ago mm-hmm. and 
recording that i originally was going to record it just by myself because i didn't really have anyone else and my parents were both working and it was like during the week hmm. and then i started recording it and then i had a a mental breakdown because the song is basically all about being lonely mm-hmm. and how lonely i felt and then i was making it alone and it just triggered everything and it all went downhill so hmm. then I decided, I was like, okay, I'll wait till the weekend and then I'll record it with my dad. So I ended up doing that instead, which ended up being a much better idea because that went by much quicker and also I could do more stuff because I didn't have to film it all by myself, which is really frustrating sometimes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the the song is definitely the most honest I've been in any song and it's, it's probably the only song I have released that, like, I struggle to listen to it like it's actually like hard for me to listen to it multiple times Mm -hmm. because it just triggers me and stuff like that but um it seems to have struck a chord with people though because it is one of my best performing songs and it's only been out for like a week so clearly there's something special about it that people have been really liking which has definitely made me feel less afraid to be honest and open about like what like how i feel and stuff like that Mm -hmm. because like just seeing how people have reacted to a song that most that i i haven't seen anyone write a song like that before so like it's like just very detailed about my entire experience and it's like one of the lowest points that i've had in recent memory so having Mm. people like being comforting about that just i don't know it's made me feel much better about myself Hmm, that's good. Hmm. What is your song? I mean, not song. What is, like, the album that Apple, like, about? Yeah. The Apple in the Orchard? Yeah. Um, That album is very weird. <laughs> <laughs> so, that album is basically... I, re- I sort of play a character in that album that mm-hmm. I that is called the apple but it's it's not like an actual apple it's just sort of all a metaphor hmm. and basically it all started with me originally writing the first song on the album which is called the apple and the tree is it the mm-hmm. apple and the tree yeah it's the apple and the tree i almost forgot my own <laughs> song um <laughs> but um because originally i just wanted to sort of write a song about like sort of the disconnect that i've because i have like like my parents have been split up my whole life so i've kind of felt hmm. like with like my family like not like i entirely fit into any part of it i guess because it all felt like i was like 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 everyone was like one connected family but like i was like partially part of that family and it felt like that so it was kind of just about like because because like usually people refer to like as your family tree and stuff like that so i was gonna be about the apple and the tree Mm -hmm. um and then i just decided and i just started coming up with more metaphors relating to that and then i just ended up writing out all the track titles for the album Mm. and then i just sort of like i just sort of wrote a bunch of metaphors that had to do with like apples so like apples to oranges and then Mm -hmm. and like adam and eve because like that has to do with like an apple that they end up eating and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. and then i just ended up sort of piecing together a story about this character who is like loosely based on me pretty based on me but like there's also some like differences and stuff like that but it's sort of about this like story of like someone feeling like they have they have nowhere to fit in Hmm. so they're like 
always looking for other people to validate how like they feel because they 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 don't feel like they have like any sort of support groups so they're always trying to find another mm-hmm. support group and so it leads to like for example there's one sort of arc over a couple songs in like the middle of it yeah where the character the apple ends up ends up being like asked out by this girl and the and um and then he finally feels like validated in himself because it's like someone finally likes me Mm-hmm. And then he basically just sort of does anything that, that person wants just because they because he doesn't want to lose them because like then he doesn't know what to do with himself because he finally feels like he's actually loved. So he'll do anything to try and keep that. Sun ends up becoming pretty toxic and then sort of all comes crumbling down. In a song called Crumble, it actually comes crumbling down. <laughs> um Yeah, and then it just sort of starts and then it goes into a story about where he basically then becomes a song within a song in the album is mm-hmm. really confusing. So basically the song Granny Smith is a song that the character writes, but it's also a song in the album. And it's about it's sort of about my great grandma who had um Alzheimer's. Yeah. And like she completely forgot who I was. And um and so it was sort of about that experience. And so, but instead, it's basically the characters writing a song about their grandma who, um, who has Alzheimer's and then dies. Yeah. And then, and then, um, yeah. So then, but then after that, people then he sort of starts getting fame, and and then people start actually wanting to like be friends with him and stuff like that because like he wrote this like really sad song that a bunch of people like related to. Mm-hmm. But then he feels like. He feels like he almost hurt his grandma by making it because he feels like he almost like took advantage of her dying for him to sure. then be popular. And then, yeah, there's other stuff in it. Like I sort of talk about well, that's like the general story amongst it. But then um, it goes on some other. Like there's a song called "Apples to Oranges," which is the second song on the album, and that song. Um, it's about racism and like classism. I don't know if anyone picked up on that because it is like a very heavy metaphor. Like it is because like I just talk because basically I use apples to oranges as like a slur. Mm-hmm. Like I use it as if it was like a slur and how like the apples are at like the top of the tree and then there's a bunch of people who have like fallen to the bottom. But like they just said like it's apples to oranges like. They're not the because apples and oranges usually uses like a phrase when people are saying like, oh they're not like like they're two different things mm-hmm. like so you can't like judge if, like they're good but then if you really think about like apples and oranges aren't really that different because they're both like fruit and they're pretty similar so not so that's why I was sort of using it as like a sort of metaphor for racism so that that <laughs> song is weird <laughs> <laughs> that song I don't know if anyone picked up on at all what I was talking about but I tried. <laughs> And then my most popular song, which mm-hmm. is um, Adam and Eve. Yeah. That song is is so, sort of about homophobia. It, it's like kind of about homophobia. I don't know how else to describe it, but by a side mm-hmm. saying it's just about homophobia. Basically, it's sort of about, I sort of just say that like, the like, because like growing up, like I was called gay a lot and mm-hmm. people tend to bully me 
before that and then i kind of would then internalize the like oh being called gay is a bad thing so then i but then i would get mad at myself because i'm like no it's not a bad thing and then i would hate myself for feeling offended when people would call me gay mm-hmm. so it's kind of like this sort of twisted weird sort of perception of of the word gay i guess and how it can be used as an insult and you can still be offended by it but also not think it's a bad thing Hmm. and then it sort of leads into this more optimistic message about um being yourself and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so but that's usually what that's mainly what it's about Hmm. my my songs have very interesting ideas (laughs) behind them (laughs) it sounds really interesting (laughs) thank you you're welcome You were breaking up a little. Yeah, when you were talking, you were like breaking up a little bit. Like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. So, do you want to just like, like, say like a short little information about <laughs> all that? <laughs> should, so, I, like, should I repeat everything? Uh, yeah, just like a little bit. Like, just like say like short information about like that. Cause yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I'm sorry for breaking up. <laughs> um. But yeah, basically what I was talking about was just um, my album and how it's sort of a... I don't want to go into too much detail because I don't know what parts broke up. Yeah. But yeah, just sort of the the weird story about how it's basically just a metaphor about this character. And I basically play a character in it. And all they're really looking for is just like attention. And when they finally get attention after they wrote a song about their grandma um dying they then feel like they just took advantage of the grandma dying to get attention and then they hate themselves even more so kind of that weird story about fame and then there's a bunch of other songs in it that talk about different things like racism and homophobia and stuff like that mm-hmm. but um the the main gist is about wanting people to like you and just sort of that desire that everyone has to just feel loved hmm good <laughs> okay so what is the song swimming in circles now swimming in circles yeah is sort of a part so after my album came out i then mm-hmm. released th- i've released i released three singles after it which mm-hmm. was changing leaves brain disease which is about my seasonal depression mm-hmm. then nostalgia about my I don't know if I should call it PTSD, but sort of like my childhood trauma, I guess, mm-hmm. and how that can be related to like different nostalgic things that I, like I enjoyed as a child, yeah, and how that might affect me. Mm-hmm. So then I then I wrote "Swimming in Circles" sort of based off those two songs, yeah, and um, it's sort of just me talking about how like it feels like I have one problem because in changing this brain disease, I kind of have the problem, and it kind of towards the end feels like I get over it. Mm-hmm. And then nostalgia, it feels like I have the problem, and then it feels like I almost get over, it, and then I go back to having the problem. So in so many circles, it's kind of just like about how like I feel like I'll have a problem, and then I'll finally like work hard enough and get start to get over the problem, but then I'll just develop a new problem that I have to deal with. So it just mm-hmm. feels like I'm just stuck in this constant like like I'm just swimming in circles of like pain. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome. What is closed? Closed casket? Yeah, what is that about? 
Oh, that song was that song was an interesting song. Um, that song is sort of like a like a stereotypical like rap diss track, mm-hmm. but towards myself. So I'm kind of telling myself the like. It's like I'm telling myself the, um, the like I'm going to basically I say that I'm gonna murder you, but I'm talking to myself. Hmm. And then I say I'm then gonna throw my bot. I'm gonna throw your body in a casket, which I'm also still talking to myself. Mm-hmm. And then for everyone's sake, I'm gonna make sure that it's close. Basically, I just I just tell myself how terrible I am throughout that entire song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't in a great place when I wrote that song. Hmm. But I would say out of I feel like there's like three separate stages of my music career so far, and like mm-hmm. the first stage was like before my album. Hmm. the second stage was my album and the third stage was my is everything i've done since then mm-hmm. and like um just because like musically they all sort of sounds different but i would say close casket from like my because it's like it was like the last song i released before my album hmm. i would say from that era of my music it definitely is probably the best song uh-huh. i wasn't i wasn't too i didn't really know what i was doing because i've I, i'm i'm self-taught and i taught myself how to do everything i was hmm. Because that was only like a few months into me doing music. So that song, I think, is pretty good. But mm-hmm. if I made it now, it would be much better. <laughs> okay. What is the after party about? Ooh, that song. That song is about um, how... So at the time, I was kind of... I felt really weird about myself. I mm-hmm. I kind of felt like just like that's probably like the most insecure I felt. Yeah. And I just sort of I ended up writing that song just about how I felt like I was like scared of sort of like any physical affection because like I would always get like really uncomfortable while like hugs or anything like that. So like mm-hmm. I think COVID really helped then. I was, I was like <laughs> COVID really came in handy. Um, but yeah, so it's sort of just about like my feeling towards like physical affection and then sort of how I was like worried that like no one would want, like no one would want to love me because I was too like awkward and uncomfortable with my own body. Hmm. Interesting. Thank you. Black. <laughs> <laughs> What is seven billion about? Ooh, that was you're you're really getting all the old ones. Yeah, I have to really get back in my Spotify memory right now. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Um, but yeah, seven billion mm-hmm. was sort of about just how I, f- sort of like how I kind of thought that like love was sort of selfish I guess like it's sort of about like how selfish love can be because basically it just talks about like how there's so many options for potential people who, who you could like date or be in love with mm. and and then it's like how do you know which which is the right one how do you know if you've already met the one who would make you the happiest and then also I kind of talk about how like if you're thinking of everyone as like an option you're kind of dehumanizing them mm-hmm. so like if you're just thinking it's like oh there's like these 10 people who i could potentially date you're not really thinking of... like it just felt sort of like gross and dehumanizing to me so that's sort of what the song's about hmm. okay that's interesting thank you <laughs> what is one side about Ooh, 
that song originally just started off as like I just wanted to write like a typical sort of like romance song about how I felt like heartbroken and stuff like that mm-hmm. and how I and just talking about how it's like a one-sided relationship and then it turned into some like twisted thing where it was like where it was like from the point of view of like someone who thought they were in a relationship with someone but the other person they actually weren't in a relationship with hmm. and they just sort of um yeah so basically it talks about how um sorry uh, <laughs> sorry it just talks about how um, my computer turned off and it like confused me i, uh. <laughs> I was like oh no my <laughs> um but yeah one sided is about how why am i losing my train of thought this is so bad i'm i'm ter- doing terrible at this. it's okay um yeah so the song's about a one-sided relationship but it's only one-sided relationship from the point of view of the person who is right who's narrating the song mm-hmm. but actually it's not a relationship at all and the person gets up getting really worked up because they feel like the other person's not showing them the same affection that they're showing them hmm. and then it sort of ends with sort of like an ambiguous ending where it kind of sounds like the narrator killed the person who they were in love with mm. but i don't know it's up for your interpretation <laughs> <laughs> that's cool thank you then what is that last song about Ooh, the um the demon ep yeah that one um that was the very first bit of music I ever made, and the cover, I will say, I kind of really love. I was really proud of myself because I had no clue what I was doing with Photoshop. Hmm. And I just took a really bad photo of my face, and then <laughs> just added a bunch of weird things to it. And um, and then I hand draw, drew the title, mm-hmm. and I was like really proud of myself. Um, but the songs are interesting on it. So it starts off with the song called He's Coming, which is actually like a pretty which i think is actually surprisingly good considering it was like the first song i ever made it has mm. like no vocals in it wow. besides like some background screaming by me huh. but the instrumental is pretty cool huh. and then it goes and that song's just sort of okay so here i'll explain the what the ep is first okay <laughs> basically it's sort of about this person who who has like dreams about being an alien and coming to like earth Mm -hmm. and then being like praised but and sort of being like getting the attention from everyone Mm. some people don't some people hate the fact that there's an alien there and some people love the fact that there's an alien there but the but the the alien is kind of just happy that everyone knows of their existence Mm -hmm. and then in the last song you realize that it was just a dream and then it ends up being all about a school shooter who just wants attention and mm. their sort of broken home life and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It was an interesting idea. Mm. I don't know how I feel about it now. Yeah. But it was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think I would make that now. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I thought it was genius. I was like, oh, I'm going to blow up. <laughs> this is what's going to make me go viral. <laughs> and I, I think I had a bit too high of hopes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> and right now I'm actually almost done my next album, which I'm very excited for. Hmm. That's super cool. Yeah, it's gonna be all about like toxic masculinity and sort of 
stuff around that vein. I don't want to spoil it too much for my big fan base, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, that was sarcastic. I, I do not have a big fan base whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I was like, yeah, I have like 70 monthly listeners on Spotify. So mm-hmm. <laughs> not a very big fan base, but I still yeah. don't want to spoil it for those dedicated listeners. Yeah. But um, yeah, it is almost done. It was done. And then I realized I wanted it to be, I realized it could be better. Mm-hmm. So now it's not done anymore. Hmm. But it was done at one point. And now I'm finishing up a few songs. Mm-hmm. It might have... It might, it's probably going to be a bit delayed from how when I would like it to be done because on Monday I have to get my wisdom teeth removed mm. so I won't be able to sing for a little bit. Okay. <laughs> so it's it's a little delayed. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is coming soonish. I have no clue when it's coming. Mm. What <laughs> month? I'm. What month would you want it to come out in? Ooh, I'm preferably february but, hmm. but um that's not gonna happen i'm yeah. thinking it'll probably come out more in like april okay because i'm thinking i'll probably release singles before it comes out mm-hmm. because it's gonna be a long album and i don't want people to have to like set through like 16 new songs yeah because that would be a lot to listen to mm-hmm. um so I'm going to release a couple singles before that. Mm. And yeah, it is. I've been working on it since July. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it is taking me quite a long time. So like I haven't been working on it like nonstop because like I would take little breaks to like make my singles and stuff like that that I've released since then. Mm-hmm. But like I've been working on it like like the first song I think was made in January. Mm. And it originally started off as one album, mm-hmm. and then, and then I was like, no, I don't like this album. And then I started making another EP, mm-hmm. and then I was like, no, I don't like this EP. And then I started another album, <laughs> and then I didn't like that album. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna combine the best songs from all of these because they all are sort of about the same thing. Mm. <laughs> so, it is basically like three albums, but like the best part of some three albums. Mm. Okay. Plus some other songs that I'm making after. Hmm. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I was looking at your YouTube channel and the... Yeah, that's cool. I thought you have, like, a verified badge. Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. I used to have more short film. I, I had a lot of short films on there. Mm-hmm. But then I... I I've... I released my music video and I unlisted lots of my short films because like because I want my YouTube channel to be more about just my music and stuff like that because that is mainly what I'm focusing on right now so I did have a lot more stuff on my YouTube channel Hmm. now it's all sort of unlisted Hmm. I kept it just unlisted because if someone really loved something then they can ask me and I can send them the link to it if they really want to watch it but I don't know if anyone really loved any of my videos that much (laughs) I know my family loved my short films but um, I don't know how everyone else felt about them (laughs) (laughs) they were um, they were very different than my music because I made a lot of comedic short films Hmm. and my music tends to be very serious and pretty sad (laughs) What was it like when you got that, like, verified badge thing on YouTube? What was that like when you got that? What was your reaction and all that? 
Oh, that that is because um, so I have like a verified sort of music thing on. Yeah. And um, that's because I get that because, so I was kind of dumb for a while. <laughs> basically, I I up I distribute my music through this thing called DistroKid. Because mm. basically, if you want to distribute your music, to, um, other sort of like to like spotify and apple music and stuff like mm-hmm. that you can't do it directly like if you're uploading a youtube video mm. you have to do it through a separate distributor oh, interesting and um yeah so basically i upload my music through there mm-hmm. and then it goes on to all these things including youtube mm. and basically i don't know if you've ever seen them but there's like these youtube channels where they'll say like the artist's name and then say topic after it yeah like for like lots of small artists yeah, I saw that. so that's basically mm. like a youtube channel made by google yeah and that's where all my music was going to. And then I realized there was a button I could click on DistroKid that could just merge the two. So then I ended up getting a verified YouTube channel and now my yeah. stuff's monetized. That's super cool and awesome. <laughs> I could have done that way before, but <laughs> I just wasn't, I just didn't know. <laughs> so, yeah, so anyone who um, uploads music on DistroKid, there's, there's a little tab that you can press that will combine your YouTube channels. And then it's all in one place. Mm-hmm. Super cool. <laughs> it's very helpful. Yeah. That's even super cool that you have like a verified badge when you have like 95 subscribers. That's super cool. Oh, yeah. I've gone up a lot of subscribers in the past like week, though. It actually like shocked me. I want to, because I've had like, I had like 75 for a while, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I went in like the the day I released my music video, I went all the way to like 95 or 96, wherever I'm at right now. Oh, wow. I was very surprised. Wow. <laughs> That's- Cool. Yeah, it's like same with my Instagram followers. They've been going up a lot lately. I don't know what I'm doing right right now, but huh. I'm gonna, I hope I keep doing it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, I said like everyone listen to your music and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, what'd you say? Yeah. Want to tell everyone like why they should like listen to your music and all that? And yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, um, please listen to my music because um, I'm very desperate. <laughs> I would really website. like you to. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure it says that on my website. Yeah. <laughs> that's sort of my, um, yeah, that's just sort of my vibe, you know, desperate. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone loves a good desperate musician. Yeah. But, um, yeah, um, I don't know. Um, just give give my music a try maybe you'll enjoy it um i'm not very good at selling myself because <laughs> i don't really like myself that much but i think i make decent music mm-hmm. it, it it can be enjoyable i've heard many great things hmm. if you want to cry especially i definitely recommend listening to a night in the hospital or my song granny smith those ones i get a lot of messages about how much people have cried to them hmm. Adam and Eve is pretty popular. I recommend that song. And um, you can also follow me on Instagram. My um, I tend to post a lot of stuff about sort of different issues. Like I spread awareness about BPD on there, which is borderline personality disorder, which is what I have. Mm-hmm. And I also did an entire thing where I posted saying like wear whatever you want and stuff like that and talking about how like people should be allowed to wear whatever they want. And I posed an address. So like if that stuff interests you, then come right over <laughs> I will do my best to entertain you. That's good. There you go. Do you think I sold everyone well? Yeah, enough? I think so. <laughs> okay, good. I tried. 
Well, thanks for doing this like podcast interview thing. Thanks for having mm-hmm. me. And also, it was fun. Also, have you like gotten like any、uh, play on like any radio stations? Also, I have not. No. Okay. My music's not very radio friendly. I don't think because、so, I don't think anyone wants to play like a twelve-minute song on the radio.、Yeah. So that's why I need the streams. Everyone, go listen to my music. <laughs> What song would you want like to hear like on like a radio station? Like from your music. There's some songs on my next album that I would love to be on the radio.、Mm. I would love to hear Adam and Eve on the radio.、Mm-hmm. Just because, like, it'd be so cool to have like, to have like a song that like is my most pop, which it is my most popular right now, and it be about like homophobia and stuff like that, which isn't typically like a popular, popular like topic that people usually make songs about.、Mm. So that song, out of all my songs I've released so far,、mm. I'd be the happiest to hear on the radio. But like, if I heard a night in the hospital on the radio, I'd be. Very shocked、yeah. because it is so long. <laughs> so like, if I heard that on the radio, I would really freak out.、Mm-hmm, that'd be super interesting. <laughs> yeah, that, I don't know if anyone would tune in. Yeah, I don't see. <laughs> There's like a trigger warning at the beginning of the song and everything too. Yeah, I don't think that's ending up on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> would Jonna? Would you like have like Adam and Eve like be under? Oh God, this is very difficult. So like, I struggle so much with saying what genre my music fits under、mm-hmm. because I would say the easiest way to describe it is sort of like indie. Definitely indie is the best word to describe it, but that's sort of like an umbrella term. Sort of, it doesn't really like it's not too specific.、Mm-hmm. But like, Adam and Eve is sort of it's kind of like ooh. It kind of also has like spoken word elements too,、mm-hmm. and so it's kind of like slam poetry mixed with indie music,、mm-hmm. and kind of it kind of gives me some little R and B vibes too,、mm-hmm. like a little bit, maybe some bedroom pop vibes with my vocals.、Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's kind of all over the place. Okay. Yeah, so that's always my most difficult thing because whenever you upload music, you have to like choose what genre it is,、mm-hmm. and I spend forever trying to figure out what genre <laughs> it is. <laughs> I usually just end up going with it's alternative.、Yeah. <laughs> it's just different.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have like a, I have a online radio station, so if you would want to. You are more than happy to like submit like your music to me, and then I can like look over them and yeah, that would be fantastic. And also, my radio station, my online radio station, like got added to the radio dot com platform in December. So yeah, ooh, that's insane. That's so、mm-hmm. cool. And you can. How is it running a radio station? What's that even it's like? It's super fun. It's super fun. It sounds like fun. Yeah, it's nice running an online radio station and all that.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You run it all by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's impressive.、Mm-hmm. Thanks. Can I? 
would not be able to do that. <laughs> can you can email me at godloves12600 at gmail.com. And yeah, Perfect. you can like submit like music to me and I'll look them over and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. sounds perfect. I'll probably play Adam and Eve for you on the station. So you can get some Okay, so well, I will make sure I'm listening. Play. Yeah, I will make sure I'm listening. Okay. Hey. Mm-hmm. Thanks again for doing this interview thing. Thank you for having You're me. You're welcome. You sound like a pretty interesting person. That's super good. Thank You're you. Welcome. Yeah. You're very nice. Thank you. That means a lot. <laughs> this podcast episode is probably going to be like on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all that. Probably like sometime today. I think probably like put it out and all that and schedule it like for maybe 8 p.m. Arizona time. Well, perfect. I will make sure that I share it. And I will make sure that I tell everyone how amazing your podcast is. Because I have listened to quite a few episodes, and I do quite love it. Okay, thank you. Okay. Well, I hope you have a good day or night, whatever time it is for you. (laughs) (laughs) It's one hour behind you right now. Okay. So so I'm a bit earlier. Okay, that's good. It's about 3 o'clock. I'll have a good 3 o'clock right now. Okay. I hope you have a fantastic night. This was a lot. Yeah, it was. Well, have a good day. This is my first ever oh, podcast. Oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah. You're welcome. You. Have a good day. You Thanks. too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. And if you guys enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe if you guys listen to podcasts and stay connected with Podding It and stay connected with me on Instagram at It's Jacob Lee Official, Twitter and on Snapchat at It's Jacob Lee 18, TikTok at It's Jacob Lee. And once again, thanks for listening to this episode of Potting It, and I hope you guys enjoyed it, and see you guys next time on Potting It.